Whether it's a work trip, a beach vacation, or your cousin's fiance's brother's wedding, at some point in your life, you're probably going to be traveling, and it won't be for a climbing trip. Between weird hotel gyms, not having a car, or food options that are far outside your usual diet, there are plenty of struggles that come up when traveling. So what are you to do? Leave your training and nutrition routines to the wind, stick rigidly to your programming, or something in between? In this episode, Caitlin and I are helping you with all that and more. Pack your bags and get ready for a tour through our most helpful travel tips. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. Caitlin, your hair looks fabulous, by the way. Oh my God, it does? It looks what? really good. Also, this green is like working for your eyes. You all can't see Caitlin, but Thank she you. looked good. She always It's a new good. romper from <gasps> TJ Maxx. <laughs> oh my God. How I want to go to TJ Maxx with you. That sounds it's delightful. such a dream to go with friends because then you can hold something up and be like, what about this? And they go, yeah. And then yeah, you try it, it on. That's what we did in January and it was so fun. I it feel like was that was fun. my best tj maxx shopping day ever because you found those sandals that okay hold on let me just spray about caitlin's tj maxx skills <laughs> we will get into the episode but this honestly was like inspiring because also i don't i know like some things about fancy stuff um but caitlin like knows so she's like <laughs> oh my god these chloe sandals and i was like who is chloe do we like her and caitlin's like <laughs> chloe, chloe is a designer you fool and she was like oh my god i think they're my size so she like pulls the, she's like they're like behind the counter because there's like a fancy section in this tj maxx where it's like <laughs> this is too much money for it to be like in front of everyone yeah, caitlin did that before <laughs> yes so caitlin like gets the sandals and then tries them on and she's like oh my god they fit and I'm like oh my god you're Cinderella and then she like <laughs> buys them and she's like oh my god they're $40 and I was like cool like we got a good deal on some sandals like how it's also January so Caitlin's like you should try the other ones on and I'm like I don't it's I don't have a place to live I'm living out of a car I don't need sandals in January they're like walking out of the store and Caitlin's like Lauren I'm so excited these are $450 sandals or what how much was it Four ninety five for <laughs> stupid sandals. It's outrageous. It is. It is outrageous. And I was like, "Oh, I'm an idiot. I should have like, I don't know. They probably are not. Whatever. Anyways, it was impressive. <laughs> Caitlin had a day, and I was like, "I'm so happy for you. It was beautiful. It was amazing. This TJ Maxx has had some pretty amazing finds. Like, they had an Alexander McQueen T-shirt there, and I was like, I don't, I don't need a four hundred dollar T-shirt, but like." But if it's $20, it's cool. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah like, it's, 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 I know it's there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had some great success at TJ Maxx and I know where to look. So, if you need some, this is, this is beautiful. Tips. We have no affiliation with TJ Maxx, but we do like deals. Um, speaking of deals, yep. <laughs> this is not a transition I planned, but I'm just going to bring it up. Tomorrow is the last day to get a deal on the app plans that I have Woo. launched. So if you would like to snag Crush It Sport Climbing or Crush It Bouldering for 25% off, tomorrow oh is the last God. day to do it. I do, yeah, it's great. Like literally, y'all, that brings the whole thing down to 132. And then you can do break that up into paying over three months. So you can literally start training now for less than $50 a month, which is tight. And um, if you start now, 
you'll be so ready for fall the season. Fall. I mean, Correct. come on, y'all. Like, yeah. you can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose. The other thing I want to call out, I will not do this all the time, but I'm throwing y'all a bone. If you're like, this sounds cool. I would love a deal, but I have a thing going on and I'm not starting to train for like two months or this would be cool, but I want to use it for like a later training cycle. You just go to the checkout page and you get it. And then you tell me, in the checkout page, I would like to start on this date. So you can delay the start date and still get a deal right now, which is fun. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So like there's really no reason like not to. Um <laughs> just do it. Um you can find all the information. Finally just do it. Um find all the information for that at the link in our profile. Okay, but anyways, that was that's so that's the update. Um but okay, Caitlin, now swerve. No more TJ Maxx. I have a little fun fact for you. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, perfect. So This is the most practical fun fact that I will ever probably give you on this podcast. Wow. It's not just fun for parties. Great. It's not just fun. It's fun for everything. So I got a manicure and I was like, this scrub is amazing. And she's like, do you want to know what the scrub is? And I was like, yes, because this is costing me money. (laughs) And I need exfoliation too. (laughs) Correct. Yes. So she was like, it's literally olive oil and Epsom salts. And I was like, shut up. So I just made this like, yeah, it was like, my hands feel awesome. Like I have feminine soft hands right now. What is that Um, like? (laughs) It's like the cheapest exfoliant scrub I've ever had. So I think, okay, this is what you do. This is it. It's so easy. You do, I would say do like a little more than a quarter cup of Epsom salts, half a cup of olive oil. If you want it to smell nice, add essential oil of your choice, preferably not one that you purchase from an MLM. Um, never. Don't, never. Pyramids be damned. <laughs> yeah. Down with pyramid schemes. They are bad. Um, but And that's it. And then you just like mix it together and then like scoop up some of the salt. It doesn't like, you know, I think the nicer ones that you buy from the store have like extra ingredients that, you know, make it emulsify nicely. You will not have this with that. (laughs) But stir it together. Put it on your hands. Your hands will feel awesome. And you'll have spent like barely any money on a really nice exfoliant. I just did it. My hands feel great. So Um, try it out. That's the most genius thing I've ever heard about. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out. Shout out the nail salon in Columbus W Nails. I don't remember. They that was great. Great. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Thanks, nail nail salon in Columbus, Ohio. Great tip. Um, but wow. yeah, so I think this is great. You can do it like after you climb. And I find that like my hands like neat. It's great because it like takes the extra skin off, but it also hydrates mm. them with the olive oil. So I feel like they're not like so exfoliated that I have like too soft of hands that I got rid of all my calluses, yeah. but it feels like they're a more appropriate texture and it also got all the fucking chalk off because chalk just does not come off <laughs> like it's, it just stays on <laughs> so. it really does yeah i i think we talked about this in probably our like it was one of the episodes with temperature and like perfect temps for climbing and remember mm-hmm. we talked about like how malleable your your fingers are versus mm. being like either too hard because they're too cold or too, or too soft because they're too hot but I feel like yeah. the exfoliation thing is something that I early on in my climbing was trying to tell everybody like no no it was you bad no no I tried to tell them like you don't understand like I don't dry fire off of crimps and my <laughs> hands aren't cracking like I felt really good and they're like nah she's crazy but I think it's true like I think if you're 
if your tips are like, you know, you, you smack them together and it sounds like you're making noise, like that's, you probably need some exfoliation. <laughs> yeah. I don't love, yeah. I feel like you need, it's gotta be somewhere in between. It's, but everyone's different, line. but yeah. give it a whirl. It's very cheap and fun. Also, and you can put it on it- your legs too. If you're, you're I like, just nah. did that too. Cause Ooh, okay. Wear yeah. gloves on your hands. If you're like, no, must keep my special precious callus- yeah, calluses. I named this one Nancy. You're like that person. <laughs> Perfect. So, I've yeah. seen you. <laughs> we know who you are. We know who you are. You're obsessed. You're like, people need to know that I climb. Well, um, yeah, they usually know. All you have to do is uh, make hand wave emotions while you're talking to someone about something. Or you shake their hand and they're like, oh, ooh. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. Yep, exactly. Well, anywho, hello, everyone. <laughs> This is the Average Climber Podcast. <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm a certified personal trainer and climbing coach. And this is my lovely co-host, Caitlin. I'm Caitlin, and I am a certified nutrition specialist. And we're glad you're here because we have a really fun duo episode today. Oh, hell yes. I'm so excited. This one came on the heels of, I just got, as this is being recorded, I just got back from a highly busy trip to Ohio and Caitlin is about to go on a trip yep. to visit family. <laughs> um so this episode is all about traveling, training and nutrition. And we're not talking climbing trips and camping. We're talking like I got 11 of my cousin's weddings or like I got a work <laughs> trip. Like things where it's like the climbing is actually the opposite of why you're going. Yep. So, but before we get into that, we will be getting into the episode too sweet but we must do our testimonial of the week so this is is from one of caitlin's clients eric um and eric said in regards to my relationship to food i'm observing the fuel aspect of food more than i ever had understanding if i put good into my body i will be getting good out the bi-weekly check-ins were great to reflect on my previous week of eating and dieting with on time and quick feedback as well as the online notes in my individual meals. I am definitely going to continue to reference the skills, plans, and goals from my program in my future diet. And that's from Eric. Great work, Caitlin. Uh, I love love what I do. It's my my (laughs) purpose and my passion. (laughs) Yeah, helping people is so nice. Um, Yes, that rules. Okay, so let's set the, I'm going to set the scene for, so Caitlin and I each have like the top kind of, we each have our top four struggles that we see with both our clients and ourselves when we are doing like, we'll call it non-climbing travel. Um, so setting the scene. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're talking climbing, not climbing trips. So if you're looking for camping help, we are helping. Later. Go- that is later. Not yet. <laughs> that episode is not yet. Um, or maybe it is yet, depending on at what point you're listening to this. Anywho. Okay. So. I also want to, as we get into this, I am going to go ahead and uh, show you some social proof that I am pretty good at getting training done, even when most people would be like, Honestly, that is not happening. Yeah, you're my, <laughs> you're my inspiration. I think if you wrote an inspirational book, it would go something like how to do a bunch of things while also trying to climb hard when everything else is piling up. Like, I think, yes. I think you, you just balance things so easily. I not easily, but 
you you do it and you do it well. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> a few things I'm going to add before I humble brag about what I did. Um, I run my own business, which means I do have control over my time, probably a lot more than some of you. I still have to work a lot doing that, by the way, but I can like control it. Lauren uh, works 25-8 in case <laughs> you were wondering. <laughs> I'm going to be chilling soon. Um, another thing, I don't have kids. Um, I am not wrangling children. You parents or are, or pets. I have like a lot of freedom. Um, and for the most part, I'm like privileged financially and in a health sort of way too. So I have a lot of privileges that make this easier than it might be for some of you. So I do want to call that out. Um, but okay. So to lay that out though, while I was in Cincinnati for like two and a half, three weeks, I was there for 19 total days. Um, three of those days were spent driving across the country from Ohio to Utah, which really I don't love doing that, but I had to do it to get my car back. How, how many times have you done that? I don't want to count. It sucks. But now Mike and I have two cars, so I have oh my, my Corolla God. back, and it's Whoa. great. We don't have to play car gymnastics anymore. But okay. <laughs> Anyways, so... In my 19 days, I still got 10 training sessions done that were a mix of like strength Damn. training. It, yeah, I know. I looked and I was like, oh, I like kind of crushed. Like that's maybe not as many as I would normally get. And definitely like the quality and like some of it was shorter and like worse, but I still got them done. Well, relative to me, when I go home, I work out maybe like half time, like w one well, divided by two. Well, maybe after this episode, <laughs> you'll have some ideas about how to fix it. But All right. Love it. I also, yes, other things, I had two weddings that I had to travel to within Ohio that were like three hours away from where I was staying. Um, I cleaned out my parents' like basement and a bunch of closets that were a disaster that my parents were like, please help, we are dying. Um, and I also had a ton of work to do with launching my new website and getting these app plans ready. So like, it was not like Lauren just canceled work for three weeks. Lauren did extra work. And still got her training done. So I'm not saying... Nice. So you, th there are things that are possible. And we are going to talk about how to maybe just do like even 10% better than you normally do when you travel. Um, so, Caitlin. But um, let's see. So I think we should get into it. Do you want to kick us off with your... number? I've talked a lot about training. But let's kick it off with nutrition. Tell us your first nutrition struggle that you see people have when they are on trips. Okay. So I'm going to give a uh, number one and then I have a tangential like one and a half. So, okay. I'm yes, I love this. Go on. <laughs> so nutrition struggle. Number one is not having a car. So let's say you fly somewhere and you don't really have a good mode of transportation because you're, you know, expected to be at like one hotel with a conference center, or maybe mm. you're kind of at the mercy of other people who are driving you around or, yeah. you know. I did me. not think of this one, but this is <laughs> so like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> this has happened to me so many times. And it was the first one that came to mind for me because I, this one was a hard lesson to learn when you go on trips for conferences for in my case, like in the past when I was a dirt nerd, I would go to soil conferences and there would be like, for some reason, those were always in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, guys, like, really? Why? 
Like you yeah, couldn't. Like there's so much dirt surrounding us <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> we want to be inspired. <laughs> but Only so, dirt. <laughs> but then I've also been in situations where I'll be in like downtown San Diego and then like Baltimore. And those are really bustling cities. But if you don't have any type of like car or you know, you don't feel confident about the public transit. It's so hard to get to different places to shop for foods, but also to go to restaurants too. So Vegas has never heard the word gluten-free. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like staying on the strip with like family once and I was like, I will surely perish. So yeah, go on. It's, yeah. It's 100%. a rough time out there. I totally agree. <laughs> um, and plus everything in Vegas is so far apart. It's like nothing's that close. So anyway. Yeah. Or at least the part, I'm sure there are parts where it's like, yes, there absolutely is whatever. Yeah. But I, the where I was staying, I was like just Googling my face off and I was like, I'm so hungry and I just yeah. want to be able to have a car and like drive my ass to the grocery store and I can't. So yeah. Yep. Caitlin, do go on. So the other one that is, I think, tangential to this is that you don't have the option to cook anything, too. So mm. they kind of go hand in hand. Like if you don't have access to a grocery store, you can't really buy anything. Then if you can't cook, you know, that's that's also yeah. its own challenge, too. Totally. So let's say like you do have the option to buy things, but if you are just in a hotel room with like a microwave or even if you don't have that, it makes it a little bit more challenging. So I've been there, done that. It's It can be really hard to get enough energy coming in on trips like that, especially if you know like, okay, you're your training is going to be a little different and wonky anyway. But if you have this on top of that, it kind of adds this level of like stress into the planning process. Yeah. So I do have some tips. Okay, tell us the off. tips because I'm like, <laughs> I don't see a way out of this, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, we're just fucked. That's it. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're F-U-K-T on your trip. So <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> so a few things that I've learned to do that you can, you know, adapt to your own lifestyle and goals here. Um, pack two to three of your go-to snacks for mm. the entire length of your trip. Or at least for enough days until you can get to a place to shop or a restaurant you want to go to mm-hmm. or like maybe the option to cook something. Um, yep. That's because, you know, if you can bring what you know is going to work from home, it may be kind of like sucky to be like, my lunch today is only a bar. But if that's the difference, like it's either a bar or nothing you need that bar. Like you really need something coming in. So that's tip number one. And then check, this is tip number two, check in with your hotel, your Airbnb, your Verbo, wherever you're staying before you go to see what amenities they offer. So if you are going to a hotel and they have like a customer kitchen you can use with a microwave or maybe like a hot plate. I don't know. Or you go to an Airbnb and you learn, oh my God, they only have a fire pit for me to cook on. What the hell? Oh my God. Um, Been there. I won't tell that story, but you're like, wait, really? Oh, (laughs) but I'm sorry. I didn't check for the Neanderthal experience. I'm like, ah, okay, cool. (laughs) Um, but 
you really should check ahead of time. You know, don't go in with the expectation that everything is going to be exactly what in your like, you know, expectation versus reality situation is like really understand what's going to be there. Pack ahead of time. Go prepared. So that's that's nutrition struggle number one. Totally agree. Um, The magic of like gluten free heat up in a cup mac and cheese for me has been yeah it's i'm like unbeatable <laughs> really is i feel like caitlin are there like what are your two like go to if i'm traveling i like need this kind of snacks i'll usually bring a couple things i'll bring like the certainly bars things mm-hmm. like that go a long way for me i'll also tend to do like high energy like nutrient and energy dense foods so that could be like peanut butter packets or um I'm trying to think of the other thing I just brought recently that worked really well uh it's not coming to me but <laughs> there are just like things like oh the the other thing um protein oatmeal like you, oh you can either get the packets or they make like little like dishes basically yeah cup things and those travel pretty well I've found so I think those work really well. I mean, granted, you need some way to put hot water in. So I've used usually most uh, most hotels or like B&Bs will at least have some kind of way to like heat water, whether it be in a coffee maker that you don't put coffee in, obviously, or, uh, you know, you like boil some water on a stove. But yeah, those are just... so helpful. That's such a good point. Yeah, I feel like that's my I feel like I usually if I can if I'm not flying I will definitely bring like shelf stable protein shakes too because yep, those are just same. good to like have around so that if I am starving because xyz happened like I at least yep am not gonna <laughs> die so yeah those are great tips yeah come as we always say in a lot of things come prepared all right well let me uh take you through my tip my struggle um, that people come across, myself included, is that there's no climbing gym. Uh, what a weird uh, time to be in where we're like, oh my God, not every city has, has a, climbing a climbing gym. gym? Yeah. <laughs> or it's far. Well, that's this also kind of goes, honestly, I didn't even think about this, but like the no car issue too, where you're like, yeah, yeah. there's a gym, but I'm not paying for a 45 minute Uber each way. Like oh, that's not happening. God. So it's no. like, maybe you, yeah, maybe the easiest thing you can do is get to like a normal big box gym. Um, so a couple of, couple of tips here. So you probably either have like only access to like quote normal gyms, um, or you have like a very poorly stocked hotel gym where they're like we have dumbbells and then you're like you have 11 five pound dumbbells and then one (laughs) set of tens what the fuck (laughs) okay not to call you out lauren but i know you haven't watched much of the office yet but there is an episode in one of the later seasons where dwight makes a gym for muscles literally that's what it's called (laughs) and it's like <laughs> he has a couple uh I think you like rip paper like stacks in half and that's like one workout station another <laughs> one is like you're like trying to lift stuff with like buckets it's so Does weird he just like take stuff from the office and then make a gym the office and like farm life so it's so funny but this is what that reminds me of you like walk into a hotel gym and there's like (laughs) a bike like like a mat and a yoga ball and you're like 
cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> Great. Love it. Love to see it. I'm like, there's not even like a pull-up bar half the time. That one really like gets me going. I feel like um, that's so niche. Like I have never seen a pull-up bar in a hotel gym. <laughs> I like some, t- some of them are nicer than others. But yeah, it's, it's very bizarre. I don't know what's going on, but that is what it is. It's a weird so, time. This is a struggle. There's a few different things you can do. My first pro tip, um, and then if any of you work for these gyms, just cover your ears. But my first pro <laughs> tip, if you're like, man, all the big box gyms near me make me sign up for a membership. Listen, what you do is you just go to their little website. You're like, there's a there's a Planet Fitness near me. You go to their little website and you can get a free day pass. Uh, and they don't make you pay because uh, they're like, oh, maybe you'll join the gym. And then you got to suffer through like a couple spammy texts after you go and enjoy the day pass. But like all the big gyms do this. And wow. so I've kind of um, run the gamut of doing this in Cincinnati. So I'm currently out of gyms that I can do this to anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> oops, <laughs> oops. But you'll be able to do this for a while. So that's my first tangential practical tip. Do that. You can get in for free without having to like sign up for a membership or some shit. Um, if like you don't need that. Uh, the other thing, so now my more um, good tips, better tips, additional tips. Get <laughs> tips that are not tips that are not uh, about scamming, exploiting gyms. the system. <laughs> yeah, really, like probably bad business owner karma, but like lifetimes fitness is doing fine. They're um, chilling. Okay. <laughs> They're chilling. Um, yeah, don't do this to like a tiny gym. That's me. Yeah, that's bad karma. <laughs> that's bad karma. Don't do that. But the bigger ones, eh. Um, so get a portable hangboard. I recommend. I would say, uh. I like the tension flashboard, but I also like the tension block. If you are, Mm. the tension flashboard is going to work better. So that one's like more like a full hangboard that you kind of like hang body weight with your feet off the ground that you're going to need something you can like hang it on. Or you put your foot in the loop and you can like pull and do things like that. Like yeah, calisthenic style, but yeah, you can like do that, which I think is fine. But like that one for me, I like it better yeah. if I'm like doing it overhead. Totally. Um, but you can also get the tension block, and the tension block is cool because you pretty much just need to have like a sling and then some kind of way to add a weight. And even if you roll up to the hotel gym and you're like, "Oh my god, they just have like barely any weights at all," like there's just a lot of ways you could attach it to something and pull against it, whether it's your foot or like one of the machines, or you can like tie it tie kettlebells to it tie dumbbells to it um and still like load your fingers um which i think is good so i think both of those are great it just depends on um they both travel really well they're both like pretty small and you can just like toss them in a suitcase um sometimes they don't like the tension flashboards on planes because you could really whack someone with one of those um yeah we've had our scanned like it'll go through security (laughs) and then it goes back through and i'm like guys like what is this and you're like listen i don't want to explain it's not a weapon because I won't make it yeah. a weapon, but it could be, I guess. So I don't know. Watch out for that. But those I think are really good. And that way you can still be loading your fingers while you're away, um, no matter how little equipment you have. So that I would definitely do. Other thing, if you cannot get to a climbing gym, just get ahead on your strength work or just like really like hit hit your strength work. Um, you can set for in terms of like the hotel gym problem of there isn't enough stuff or like you don't have a heavy enough weights, whatever you can sub body weight or dumbbell exercises. Um, another thing that is, you're probably thinking about like is, well, sometimes the dumbbells just aren't heavy enough for, you know, if you're like, I'm used to doing five or six, like really heavy reps, 
and you're like, I have the tiniest dumbbells ever. What the hell am I going to do? Two things, two quick tips. One, you can add pauses to these exercises. So if you're doing like, let's say, I'll just use this for example. Let's say you're doing barbell curls uh, or no, dumbbell curls. We only have dumbbells. Let's say you're doing dumbbell curls and you're like, um, I usually do curls with 30 pounds and now I have 10 pound weights. Fine. Add at like the 90 degree point at like a five second pause, like halfway through the exercise. And you can pick just like pause for five seconds and then keep going. Um, you can even add a longer one. So that'll make it a lot harder um, and still challenging. The other thing is um, you can just do more reps. So let's say you're like, usually, uh, I don't know if you train with rate of perceived exertion, but let's say you usually, and I won't get into that, but let's say doing eight reps usually feels like eight or nine out of 10 hard, but now you have this lightweight and now you're like, uh, okay, well doing like 15 or maybe even 20 reps is what it takes to feel like it's like the same difficulty, like to, for, for it to feel eight or nine out of 10 hard. Great. Do more reps that week. Right. So just kind of like figure out, figure out what exercises you can sub in for dumbbell or body weight exercises, and then make those two adjustments to still like make it hard. Um, there's a lot of other things you can do. Um, I also think a TRX can be a cool like Ooh. thing to bring with you. Um, if you like are yeah. that into that, those are like a great option as well. And they travel pretty well and you can like get shit done with that. So yeah, like still stuff you can do, bring a couple things, bring a little portable hangboard, and then like, just try to do more of your strength sessions than you normally do, um, while you're yeah. away and just let the climbing go. That's my tip. I love There's that. a lot of tips. Yeah. I mean, that's so practical because it's like, okay, you either do nothing or something. Those yeah. are your options. <laughs> yeah, like, and then you'd be like, I did a lot of strength last week, so when I get back home and I can climb, I'm just going to climb and, like, skip strength training for a week. And, like, it's fine. So. Yeah. It balances yeah, out somewhere. It's all good. It'll all you're balance putting the days out. in. <laughs> yeah, you're doing stuff. It's good. Cool. Nice. So that's, that's my first struggle that definitely comes to mind. Caitlin, what's your second nutrition struggle? Second nutrition struggle. Okay. Picture this. You're uh, on the road. I can they're... see it. <laughs> in my mind from like not many days ago <laughs> go on yes this is what I envision when I drive through Texas <laughs> it's yes you just are driving and you only see some sand a bunch of crosses and maybe some tumbleweeds and that's all you got so yeah. that's yeah <laughs> yep uh -huh. pretty much it and it's you know, you occasionally see your gas station, but it can be a, a little bit far and few in between. So I think that's something that I've experienced even in like my trip to Bishop, like this last trip to Bishop, you know, there were far expanses in between that were just driving and you're like, oh my God, I should have bought that bag of chips at the last place. Oh yeah, what you're like, I, I don't want just chocolate. And then you're like, no, I want food and I'm going to murder someone and we won't be there for hours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think it's really hard also to be in a car too, because like, even though you might think, well, we're not doing anything. I don't want to eat. Like driving's boring. It's so boring and you got to stay awake. So you're safe. And your passengers 100%. are safe. Yeah. And um, side tip, you're, if you're a passenger princess, this is not your time to nap. I'm sorry, but you got to stay awake because you're also part of the problem if the driver falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's complicated. Road trip it, politics are <laughs> stressful. Um, yes. 
Yes. But, yeah. But, oh my God. I totally, yes, I resonate with all this where you're like, I'm not doing that much. The other struggle that I like personally have related to this is that like my stomach is kind of a princess sometimes. Mm. And it's like, usually if I'm traveling, especially if I'm coming back from traveling or whatever, I've already like eaten things that are out of my usual routine yeah. or just like harder for my stomach to deal with generally. And then you like add, you know, a long sitting road and trip and sitting and like all this stuff yeah. and like your whole schedule's out of whack anyway. And then you're like, okay, well, let's be clear. Your poo schedule's out of tr- out of whack. Correct. That's yeah. important. <laughs> Caitlin is a nutritionist, so she feels comfortable talking about poop more than me. But yes, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And then you're like, okay, do I want to add more jerky to this disaster or just be hungry? And sometimes the answer is, I don't know. I just don't know (laughs) so yeah so So what you got for this caitlin how do we deal with this (laughs) so a big part of this of course we talked about packing ahead if and when you can that's Mm -hmm. sometimes you cannot fit a cooler yeah car so like also look for things that are you know like packable don't need to be cool but the big one for me map out your trip ahead of time like Mm. know where you're going what's your route for the day are you going to be going by like these gas stations to get gas where you'll also be able to get food do those gas stations have like a subway or some other food place in them and then check out what restaurants are nearby in neighboring towns any rest stops that might have bigger restaurants too kind of like paired in with the gas station but just really understand where you're going and where you're going to stop along the way I know that sounds really extra and like a lot of work but believe me if you're in the middle of a road trip and you're like oh my god I don't nothing's here I don't know where anything is like sure there's a gas station sign but the inside is locked or for some reason they only have gum and cigarettes like you you don't want to be in that situation where you really don't have that option. So what I've done, for example, like my trip, I drove Route 66 with my dad, like in college, and we had a place to stop everywhere we went. We like tried to make sure we stocked up on gas in like very specific cities. And then we would stop at very specific restaurants or rest stops too. Like there's nothing wrong with gas station food if that's what you got. So that's my tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, I like that. And I also just want to point out, like, you might be like, I'm not going to plan ahead. But, like, think about how, like, A of all road trips can be kind of exhausting, which is so ironic considering you're just sitting there. But whatever, they're tiring. So if you're, like, about, like, I know we said this isn't about climbing trips, but if you are about to go climbing, like, don't, or you're about to, like, try to have a fun time or something, like, you'll probably have a more fun time if you, like roll up from the road trip like not in a critical like deficit blood sugar (laughs) situation and like whatever so yeah like you want to be have the energy to unpack the I've gotten to places and I'm like I'll actually just be melting in this car seat because I can't (laughs) even move and definitely getting the luggage out is not gonna happen so like setting up camp when you are needing a snack but your snacks are behind all of the things you need to set up oh my god yes awful big problems Tragic. so yes anyway lauren okay. what do you got That's for great. struggle number two <laughs> okay so for climbing struggle number two um i've got so either so this is you know if you are lucky enough to have a gym that you get to climb at but it is weird 
just to you something about it's weird you don't know what it is but something's weird um you're not used to it and picking problems can feel hard especially if you have like a training program you're doing um i would highlight that in the like the endurance circuit stage of life where you're like i had my nice circuit at my gym and now i have to go to this new gym and i'm supposed to find problems at my flash level <laughs> but the grading system here is all these fucking color wheels and i don't know what this means and they don't have v grades but my gym has v- you know this whole like drama right yeah. so it gets like, so confusing like <laughs> yeah, when you go to different like, places or like they'll have like little color codings or like certain number of dots or it's a like range or the yeah. grading is really soft or really really sandbag and you're like I just I don't... yeah like everywhere's <sighs> gonna do a different climbing gym grades are like women's pant sizes they make no fucking sense oh god yeah. yeah and I don't know which one is more annoying but I'm whatever gonna go with pant sizes <laughs> pant sizes are more because annoying. I'm biased and I'm yeah angry <laughs> Yeah, same. It's it's bizarre. So that's hard. Um, so a few tips for you. One, I like do not like if I'm just gonna be in a gym one time, I just don't look at the grades. Like I maybe get a vibe for like what the two warm-up levels are, like what the two like lowest ones are, just so I can be like, got it. Warm got up it. on these. I'm warm. All clear. <laughs> but a lot of places just do like such weird shit with the grades. And you can kind of tell anyway, like just Look at the problems. Like, you've been climbing long enough that you know what holds look hard to you. Like, maybe you haven't. But, you know, just, like, get on some stuff. And if you're really, like, no, I'm lost, then look at the thing for, like, a guideline. But I would just, like, ignore them and go by how hard stuff feels. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, just don't don't worry about it. Um, because yeah, like it's it probably going to be different from your gym and, like, whatever. Also, it doesn't so. matter. Some random person named Chip made yeah. the grades anyway so oh yeah <laughs> what a good name for something that's that's like ironic i wonder if you chip anything ever interesting hmm. <laughs> i'm sure chris knows the answer to that um <laughs> but okay oh all right tangential story this was all right i'll tell the story i'll tell it quick but like i was at the gym and i was not paying attention to grades at all and i was like all right this thing has some like really like thin looking pockets and i'm prepping for wild iris so i'll get on this rock climb whatever um and then it was like kind of hard i had to do like a rose move um i maybe i posted on my instagram it was cool it was a cool rock climb i was like this is great yada yada um and then i like work on it and it takes me like probably like five six tries to like do it whatever um and then like this person this other gentleman was like watching me um and then he was on the moon board so then i went and got on the moon board and then i started like climbing a problem on the moon board and he was like wait a minute you climbed this hard on the moon board that was a v3 and you had a hard time on it that v3 must be super hard and like he just like had created a whole scheme in his like it wasn't like rude but he like had assumed that because i was having a hard time on something that was graded like v3 in the gym or whatever that i like probably was not like a moonboard capable climber um which i guess like Mm. makes sense but i also am like dude i don't know like maybe i'm just short and like this problem's weird for me i'm like i don't care like it was a good problem and i learned Mm. some stuff from it but i was like also yeah i am better at you on the moonboard yeah it's like that must be like a hard v3 but yeah it was kind of yeah, why don't you get on it? <laughs> yeah. He was like nice, but I was just like, this is very bizarre that you've like 
I don't done this much like comparative work in your head. Yeah. I'm like, they're just rock Leave climbs. Everyone else alone. Worry <laughs> about yourself because God damn it. Like I'm not watching you like go away. Oh, I could, I could talk about this in a whole episode. Yeah, I know. Like I wasn't like peeved, but I just thought it was interesting. I was like, you were like really in your head about if like something's, I'm like, who cares? Just climb it. Like, I don't know. So yeah, Yeah, I didn't look at the gym, like relax. (laughs) Right. But maybe if I did look at the grades, I would have been like, oh, that's too easy. I should like what, but I'm like, no, it was a good problem. And I don't care if it was whatever. And maybe it was, I don't know. I think, I think it was hard. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It It doesn't matter. And I learned from from it. it. You move on next yeah exactly so very bizarre but anyways so that's like part of why I'm like no really ignore the grades because it might just like mess with you in like unproductive ways um Mm -hmm. second thing I want to say is like accept that it might be clunky and weird like just accept that it might take you like more time than you're used to it taking and that you might not like finish your session um and like that's fine um like so it's just gonna be funky like you're gonna fuck stuff up it's not gonna be right but like better like done is better than perfect in this situation um so it is what it is uh last couple things universal training boards are so nice if you have to travel a lot of gyms nowadays are having moon boards kilter boards yada yadas have all of these apps downloaded (laughs) so that you are ready and then maybe check out the gyms ahead of time sometimes they'll list it and then like have like I have lists in all of these apps about different climbs of like different levels like they're not super robust but I have at least have like stuff to start with so I like know where to go so I have like projects on all these boards so when I roll up to a place I don't have to be like uh what should I work on like I can work (laughs) on stuff across places which is cool so like do that um and then last thing is don't forget that I always forget this I'm like I have 90 minutes and then I have to leave and then I get there and they're like here's your 20 minute long goddamn oh, video God. and then like the waiver's annoying you gotta fill. listen do your waiver on the drive to the gym <laughs> if you're not driving because the uh, like auto fill is nice on your phone <laughs> and, like, yeah. Big like, facts. yeah and then like just be read like plan the you know 15 minutes for the like watch the video where they're like climbing's dangerous and like whatever so uh i think <laughs> every gym should have the same one and it's like did you watch it once this year at some other gym great next yeah it's like, like this is bouldering this is with rocks and you're like i have fucking no <laughs> like i don't but need a whole documentary on this don't. climbing gym yeah Thanks. i'm like can i just have a card that says i know what i'm doing and then not have to watch this like don't but, worry i'm i if i fuck up it's my personal problem i get it i won't see you bye yeah. <laughs> although i do want to know if there's anything spicy or weird about your auto blaze not that i was going to use them but i just would like to know um, <laughs> so that i don't like accidentally send one rocketing to the fucking moon <laughs> But yeah, tight. Okay. Well, we have two more, and those two, four more, if you make whatever, you know how to do math. (laughs) If you math, there's technically four two climbing, two nutrition, and we will get to that after the break. You know what movie scenes really spoke to me growing up? The makeover montages. Like Lizzie McGuire going on a shopping spree with her pop star icon twin. Or Caddy Heron's good girl gone bad transformation in Mean Girls. Or, better yet, Anne Hathaway's iconic bangs in The Devil Wears Prada. I actually tried out those bangs in 8th grade. Turns out they don't look so hot when you have a massive cowlick in the middle of your forehead. Anyways, the fact is that I love a good makeover. I like seeing how a few simple tweaks can lead to a stunning before and after. And though I'm no Hollywood fashion guru, I've started a little makeover game of my own. With training plans, of course. 
Every week, I take an audience member's training plan and offer the adjustments needed to take it from all right to excellent. Inside of the weekly training plan makeover, I take you step-by-step through the how and why behind my recommendations that you can watch in a short, actionable video. The catch. This is only available to those on my email list. So if you want to get the weekly training plan makeover delivered straight to your inbox, or maybe even get a training plan makeover of your own, then make sure to get signed up for the weekly training plan makeover at the link in our show notes. And we are back. Okay, Caitlin, take us to nutrition struggle number three. Number three, just plain and simple. If you have dietary restrictions, travel is probably challenging for you. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably like, yeah, obviously I know that because every trip I go on is so difficult. (laughs) So just a couple tips. This is something that I hear, first of all, from so many clients. They'll be like, I have a work trip and... Then when I get there, the meals are catered and they're like, yeah, 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 there's food for everybody. And then they're like, oh, my God, I can't have any of the options. So I'm left with lettuce and tortilla chips, maybe if you're lucky. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) I know this is something you've experienced, Lauren. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just thinking back to uh, my corporate days where they'd be like, we're catering food. And like literally a third of the department would be like thank you so much for this pizza. And then there'd be like me and some other girls where we'd be like, we're lactose intolerant. Or like, I'd be like, I'm gluten free. And then a bunch of us like couldn't eat it. And I was like, this is a goddamn billion dollar company. And can we get some gluten free pizza up in this bitch? And they're like, okay, you just lactose intolerant. You eat the crust, scrape the cheese off. And then the other (laughs) of you, you eat their cheese. Oh my God. Might as well have said that. Yeah. Or, or you go and, it's like breakfast will be served. And then um, I think some there we asked her questions on Instagram and uh, I, one one individual mentioned this. They're like, breakfast will be served. And then it's like all pastries. And you're like, perfect. Yeah, I will continental actually breakfast. continental breakfast. You're like, I will actually eat one of these, have a blood sugar spike and then pass out in 90 minutes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> big, Sucks. big facts. Yeah. yeah. I... I feel your struggle. I get it. It's it's hard out there. So I know. I'm like not to complain about like free food or whatever, but also I'm complaining about free food if it's not inclusive and you well, could have planned for it. <laughs> like, also, if you are paying for a conference and it's like, quote, free food, you're still right. paying for that in your ticket. And if there isn't something there for you to eat, that's, that's so annoying. frustrating. And like, yeah, this is not me saying like complain at your mother-in-law that she didn't make something like hyper-specific and vegan. Right. But if it's like a thing where right. like they have money and like they and could they theoretically do a do, yeah. good, do a good job and they didn't, that's annoying. Yeah, um, absolutely. So here's what I'm going to say. Number one, speak up. Say something to someone and ask that your needs be met because usually guess what? They will oblige. If you're like, yeah. hey, actually, this is something that I really need. They would rather not deal with someone having, first of all, an allergic reaction on their watch because oh my God, they 100%. messed up. And then also they want to make sure you have a good time because you are likely going to be asked for some type of like review or rating like later down the road when like 
let's say someone's asking you about how the like catering was, that's feedback they want to know. And if you don't speak up, you don't even give them the opportunity to prepare something for you. So Right. And the other thing is too, if some if you're going to something that's catered, the assumption is already that they want you to eat the food they're making. So <laughs> Correct. like and also another thing to remind I know sometimes I feel like I'm like quote, an inconvenience for whatever. And I'm like, this is not you complaining that you wish that the cake they were serving was chocolate instead of vanilla. This is you literally <laughs> being like, I have a diet. Like, you have to eat. Like, you need, like, hydration. Yeah. You, like, need to be able to eat. Like, this isn't you complaining about something, like, superfluous. This is you being like, hello, I would love to be able to eat while I'm there and not have to do some, like, weird grocery store run that's impossible because I don't even have a car so that I don't starve to death at the thing like so I don't know just ask like just usually ask yeah Yeah, better to know ahead of time but yeah like you are an inconvenience you're a human being that's going to (laughs) be around other human beings eating and you might not have something to eat and that'd be bad so yeah big facts and the other thing with this to kind of like you know I know it's awkward to be like um excuse me I need some other stuff but if you want to feel comfortable and know that you at least have something, just bring a few things that you know will help you meet your calorie needs. So like mm-hmm. if you go to this catered dinner and you don't have anything back at your hotel to grab and eat, you're going to be starving. It's going to be a rough time. You then probably won't work out because you'll be too tired. And then it's like a whole cycle of things. So just bring a few things, speak up and let them know. And even if you do speak up and let them know and they do oblige, still bring things. You just never know because with a work trip or non-climbing trip, like even if it's for fun, your schedule and routine is so different. Like if you're, let me give the example. People are like, I'm on vacation. Like I'm totally out of control. And it's like, well, normally you're at work all day every day maybe sitting at a desk and now you're on vacation and you're playing beach volleyball for eight hours a day very different (laughs) yeah totally the other thing is too um I just want to say this as well if you feel like uh this happens to me sometimes they go this is a small woman I bet she won't eat that much chicken and then they profile you (laughs) as someone that doesn't eat a lot and then they give you like the tiniest chicken breast out of all of them (laughs) be like no I want more just ask for a second scoop. People don't like conflict. They're going to be like, yeah, here you go. They're not going to be like, no, you can't have more food. They right. might, but that'd be like aggressive. So if you feel like you wanted more and you got the tiniest chicken breast, just be like, hello, I would like another one. Yeah. Be Even if you're advocate. at Chipotle. Yeah. Oh my Mike God. does yeah. this all the time. He's like, uh, that wasn't enough beans. And I like, don't have the gall to do this. Like I need more audacity at Chipotle, but I'll be like, Yo, more peppers. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Load up those fajitas. What's going on? Well, it's like they look. Oh, my God. Actually, (laughs) side tangent. If, for example, Ryan goes ahead of me in the Chipotle line, they'll slap on so much chicken. And then I come in and they're like, here are two spits of chicken, whatever. And I'm hungry, too. You I'm like, I eat more than Ryan normally in a sitting like. (laughs) The audacity to assume that I don't eat as much. Oh, that's. And then they're like, that'll be double meat. I'm like, you just gave him double meat when he didn't ask for it. Yeah. Uh, It's. Yeah. I remember. Assumptions. Other. Other funny thing. I remember we were in. We were in Canada once. And Mike was by. It was like four of us. Three. Three dudes and me. 
on like a ski trip. So we were like doing our grocery store run for like the week. So Mike was like, I will have two pounds of turkey, please. And the guy was like, no, that's wasteful. That's way too much. You will never eat all that turkey. Like, absolutely what? not. It was so weird. I was like, this is so, this is aggressive. Um, it was very mad. He's very mad. He's like, no, I'm not giving you that much. And Mike's like, what? all right, give me less, but I'm going to be back here in two days. Sure. Sure. A fuck enough. We're oh. like, it's two days. Like. We're smashing food. We're skiing all day. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was oh really god. funny though. The yeah, audacity like, for ridiculous. someone. It's yeah. like, it's very. First interesting. of all, you're the consumer. Back off. Oh my god, what a weird assumption. Ugh. I know. I don't know if it, it's like a small town, so I don't know if there was something like we only get so much turkey because we're in that's bubble fair. fuck. And like, okay, that's fair. That's different. Different but this story. Is not, he he was just like, you'll never eat all of that. And then we were all like mad. We we're like, no, we're having like eight turkey sandwiches a day. We're going to show him. Um, so anyways, <laughs> side tangent. Um, perfect. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to your number three, Lauren. Okay, perfect. Climbing struggle number three. Oh, this, these two tie together. Well, it's like, Ooh, we're good at this. Look oh. at us go. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, speaking of speaking up for yourself and valuing yourself as a human being, a struggle that people sometimes have is t- making time for it or feeling guilty about taking time for yourself um, while oh, you're yeah. traveling. Yeah, because sometimes, especially if you're like visiting friends, visiting family, or like on a trip with people you don't get to see a lot, something like that, you might like feel bad for taking the time to go, you know, to go have some you time to get your training done, especially if your uh, friends, et cetera, do not climb. Um, Side note, if you have cousins that are teenage boys, they will like it. Um, You just bring them them with you. (laughs) Then they'll like climb for 20 minutes and then they'll like play ping pong forever, which is what (laughs) my boy cousins did. Um, They were like, yeah, we're tired. My uncle was like, no, they'll climb just as long as you. They're boys. And I was like, no, they won't. (laughs) I I was like, they will not. I was like, they will be done. They will be tired after 45 minutes. They do not rock climb. And I was right. And then they just played a shit ton of ping pong. Anyways, (laughs) so they they had a blast. It was awesome. Um, But so a few things. One, like always exercise usually makes you feel good um i'm gonna cite some studies that are interesting in the show notes as well but there are studies that show that in quite a few ways like exercise makes your brain work better too so i just like to think that exercise is just gonna like supercharge your ability to have a fun time and have quality time with whatever it is you're doing or the people that you are spending time with um I just think I'm big on like quality over quantity when it comes to those things I'm also definitely the kind of person that like needs a little bit of time to myself um to maintain my mental health like I just think I used to feel bad about it and I'm like I'm gonna be way more like attentive and like plugged in and just enjoying myself a lot more if I can take like the time I need to go get my little training endorphins and like whatever so that's something to consider like you're not bad for wanting to continue to take care of your body um, and your brain while you are, you know, traveling. What I will say, though, is to set expectations ahead of time with whoever could be impacted by your plans. Um, So, like, let them know ahead of time, not like at the last minute, like, oh, I'm so mad I didn't get to train on the trip. And it's like, okay, well, you never mentioned this, so we didn't, like, build, you know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Plan ahead, and, like, it's your responsibility, right? So, Look at what's going on, see when it's going to make the most sense with your travel plans, and then let whoever know that you're going to do that so that you can like plan for it accordingly. That way, everyone knows. That way, no one's mad. Um, and if anyone's like, 
just if anyone gives you shit about it, like, fuck them. Well, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like, in the wise words of my therapist, she said that if you just take the time that you can for yourself, you're going to be able to show up in, let's say, like, family situations stress you out. You're going to be able to show up so much more mm-hmm. present, but also, like, ready to deal with you know, some stuff. Deal with it because you will have served yourself in an important way so take care of yourself like just say something yeah it's so important oh my god yes and also like I think I you know I don't know just if anyone makes comments like oh you're so obsessed with working out or like just annoying shit like that like they're just being haters just go do what you need to do and just because you want to like get some training done while you're on vacation for whatever reason you might have you are not like whether you want to do it or you don't, there is nothing wrong with you for wanting to take care of yourself. Yeah. Anyone that's saying things like that, again, fuck them. Also, <laughs> you can just say like, yeah, it's really important I love to it. me. It makes it's, me feel good. I yeah, like, like it. Do you want to come with me? And usually like, those, <laughs> those comments are always wrapped up in them being like, triggered. it's like a self-judgment on them. Like, wow, you really like to work out. And they're like, oh, I hate working out should I work out? Uh, so it's like, like a judgment. Oh, instead of doing that, I'll actually make you feel bad about something instead. Yeah, like, then I don't have don't, to deal with my own problems. <laughs> don't read the subtext in their own life. Just do you. Like, Yeah, just, yeah. So yeah. hopefully anyway. no one does that to you, but if they do, just, again, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck it. Anyone being annoying to you, fuck them, and then get your shit done, you know? So. <laughs> Love it. All right. Caitlin, what's your final, final struggle? Final nutrition struggle is a big one. I think this probably resonates with a lot of our listeners and certainly the two of us. (laughs) Um, Letting yourself have fun with foods that aren't in your usual routine. Woo! We talked about perfectionism a while back, and I think that is something that sort of comes up here. But even if you're not a perfectionist or like a self-proclaimed perfectionist, maybe you are one, you don't realize it. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I think it's important to say that trips aren't the norm, right? Like you're not, you're not home, you're doing other stuff and that's totally okay. So don't worry about what you do over a couple of days, a couple of weeks that might be outside of your normal routine. Two weeks out of 53. Yeah. In a year. Yeah, That's, like yeah, it like doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be different because it's it's not your norm, and mm-hmm. that's just the fact of the matter. But you can map out your days around what I call your non-negotiables. So mm. this kind of plays into not only your big overarching goals, but like your intention. So like, let's say your intention is to live a healthy life and climb for as long as possible. So like maintain the longevity in your sport, whatever. Those are sort of like the big picture, but your non-negotiables are sort of those things that help you achieve those action steps. So it might be like drink this amount of water or have a few vegetables in your day, or maybe it's like, you know, get some type of movement once a day, like whatever it is, you want to make sure that you keep track of when you wake up, maybe when you eat each meal, how much water you're drinking, and then when do you normally go to bed? Because having those sort of like loose parameters around your normal routine 
will help provide structure for you while you're on a trip so that when you return to your routine, it's not as rough as it might be. So that's so smart, Um, especially when it comes to like time zone type transitions as well. Yeah. Like, for example, the last time I went back to Ohio, like usually I feel like Mike and I don't always do the best job of going to the grocery store. But this time I was like, yo, we are here for two weeks. My stomach gets messed up. Like, let's go hit the grocery store and just get some of like the normal stuff we usually eat. And although like some things were different, I was still, you know, I was still able to have the normal smoothie I have for breakfast which is great. Shout out our smoothies episode. Um, But I was able to like do that. And I was like, oh, perfect. This is at least like a non weird thing that I can just have that is normal. That is like part of my usual routine, which was really great. So like, it felt like a little like guidepost I could stick to. But the other things I'm like, oh, that's really smart. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) It's so easy to like, I have a good example. I had a client recently go to Europe with his family and it was a non-climbing trip and we talked a lot about these non-negotiables and I was like yeah just you know bring your routine to Europe like it doesn't mean you have to like wake up make your coffee eat this breakfast use this specific spoon or you know whatever it's like you I think you can translate it to a different it can be the same routine in a different place. So even though it may not look exactly the same, if you're able to build your routine around what's normal for you, it's it's going to make a lot of things easier. So, yeah. That's so smart. Yeah, I think I I totally agree. And then also, yeah, to your point, like, it's not forever. Go try some fun foods. Like, it's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, my number four ties into this Ooh, very oh well as well. Look, Look at, at that. Let's go. Love <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah let's kidneys. hear it. <laughs> um, okay. So, my struggle that people might have um, is letting go of training if it's just, like, not at all possible or just not really the point. Um oh. Yeah, like sometimes you might be able to like do a little bit here and there and you might be able to, you know, keep up with your training. But like if you're going on a ski trip or you're going to go like try surfing or you're just like hiking a lot or, you know, you're doing something like that where it's like a trip that you're enjoying, but it's just not that feasible to get training in. Like you are not going to die if you miss out on a week of training. Um so like a week or two, even like, it's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I want to call out, oh my gosh, I saw this was like a, like influencer, influencer, like 500,000 followers. Oh also boy. side note, I just dug into the weeds, could not find a single certification What's or new? anything stating <laughs> that she should have the ability to be selling uh, exercise and nutrition programming of which she was selling both, um, by the way, which <sighs> yikes. Um, but yikes. One thing she posted was like her in some resort with, um, and this is not me hating on all influencers, but I do not like when people are doing things they probably shouldn't be. And also I do not like well, when people say toxic things like yeah, it's and cool. <laughs> they, they look hot or whatever, societally hot, and they're able to market themselves as like a, a yeah. gimme that like you can have this too. It's like, yeah, no, that is what I am talking about here. So yep. anyways, she has this video that's like, 
us getting our workouts done on vacation, like no excuses, no breaks. And I was like, that's gross. Like, so that's kind of the inspiration behind this. I'm like, that's gross. Sometimes it's totally okay to be like, I'm on vacation with my family and I'm going to enjoy my time with them. And me being able to train will be like a huge hassle that I just can't deal with. And I'm just going to like not. So if you choose to train when you're on a vacation or traveling, it needs to be out of like love. Like I want you to do it out of like, I love my body. I love my sport. And I want to go do this. It should not be out of like fear that you are going to lose something like do it Mm. out of like love for yourself and love of what you're doing and enjoyment of activity. Do not do it out of like fear or scarcity or like the assumption that you're going to like lose everything somehow. Um, So couple, couple of things I want to point out. One, your strength is a pretty persistent adaptation. Um, and so are a lot of things and just like, nothing's really going to change like that much with like a week or so off. Like maybe the only thing, and like, maybe it just depends on like where you're at athletically. Like, let's say you like have to take a trip, like, and you were in the middle of a power endurance phase and it's like the week before you were going to go try to like send a project and it's whatever that might be like, not the best for your endurance, but like, you're still not going to die. It's going to be fine. Um, But for the most part, like, it's going to be okay. I want you, this is the mindset shift I want you to make. I want you to, instead of saying, I'm going to lose everything while I'm on this trip, or like, I'm going to forget how to climb or like all this (laughs) stuff. I want you to think this time is going to give me some like extra awesome deep recovery. I probably wouldn't get if I didn't have this trip, right? So like rephrase it as like, I'm going to get some extra recovery. And I bet when I come back after I've taken however many days off, my body's going to feel good. And I'm going to be like climbing strong. And that mindset shift is going to be huge because climbing as all things is a highly mental sport. And if you believe that it's going to work out in your favor, that's going to be a great thing versus having this like fear and lack and like all these things. So yeah, that's my tip. It's okay to eat some fun foods while you're on vacation do some different stuff do some different stuff that isn't your normal like training routine that's the point of like experiencing something new and traveling whether it's your choice traveling or you know a work thing but like you know expand your worldview and stuff it's good for you (laughs) as a person so for sure yeah I think it's just it's so easy to get wrapped up too and like that toxic mindset of like oh my god no no excuses excuses. do it it's like that <laughs> but no rest days. Also, we don't. We don't. No excuses. <laughs> train on vacation. You're like bomb. Some excuses are legit though. Like live your life. And if you like working out on vacation, and if like that feels good to you, great. Do it. But if you don't, don't do it. Like it's- yeah. Like <laughs> when I was in Cabo, there was this like tight outdoor gym, and it was fun. And like they had a barbell outside and like you could like hear the That's ocean cool. and shit. And I was like, and there's like hibiscus flowers around it. And I was like, what? I'm fucking deadlifting here. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, of course I'm gonna lift in this gym. And they had a bunch of kettlebells, and I was like, this is my dream. This is great. I had a great time. It was extremely hot because it was outside and like no air conditioning. But I was like, this is delightful. I love it. Yeah. So and I was like, like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> but do like, whatever works, you know? Yeah. Like, there's no rule that says like, okay, if you don't do your normal routine for a little bit of time like you'll be okay yeah you'll be okay that's all I'm trying to say it's gonna be all right so tight well I think that uh yeah so there we have it all right well I think we can wrap it up right there Caitlin before we uh end this shebang do you have anything you want to tell the good people about I sure do. I want to announce to everyone that June 28th is the official day of 
the seasonal send live masterclass and I originally like postponed it. It was supposed to be early June, but I realized, you know, there's so much information to cover in this. So I tried to lay some groundwork before I've added to it a lot (laughs) of stuff. And I also want it to be closer to when people are starting their fall training. Mm. So this masterclass is essentially teaching you not only how to use nutrition for, uh, well, nutrition periodization for your planned seasons, but it's also going to help you create your own periodized nutrition plan. It's going to help educate you on not only how to eat in your day-to-day, but also how to support your training and your performance through fueling properly. So there's a lot of information in here that usually I only teach in my one-on-one client sessions, but it's now yeah. available in this amazing masterclass. Yeah, and it's only are people people get the replay, right? Yep, you get the replay. Tight. You get a workbook, oh and God. if you can't it's only watch twenty-seven dollars. Yeah, twenty-seven dollars. It's a deal. Listen, <laughs> listen my athletes especially that are listening to this, just tune in. <laughs> if I could wave a magic wand and make it so that every single one of my athletes had like the baseline knowledge that Caitlin is going to cover in this, I would wave the wand. I would wave it. I'd be like, yes, yeah. would love for you to know this. So highly recommend it. This is a an extremely affordable way to get a lot of really important nutrition information that you're not going to get from the general Googling of how do I eat good for athlete? Right. Um, yeah, like yeah. This will be a lot more attuned to you as a rock climber and it's comically cheap for how valuable it is. So big time. Yep. It's, yep. it's one of my favorite things I've created to be honest, because I've been working on it for probably the better part of a year because I just want this information out there. I think it's the missing component for so many climbers. And I think if you're able to do this, you'll be able to do a lot more. So that, yeah, can't, can't agree more. I'm excited for you to do this and I hope a bunch of people take advantage of it because this is dope. Yes. Sign Um, up link in our show notes. It starts the 28th and I'm going to keep it open until the 27th. So sign up before then Mm -hmm. and make sure you get your spot and I can't wait to see you there. Hell yeah. I love that. Okay. What do you got? (sighs) On my end. So we, so if you're listening to this um, on the day that it comes out, you have one more day. So Friday, Mm -hmm. June 23rd is the last day to secure 25% off either of the app plans. So you can find those plans. If you go to goodsprayclimbing.com, tap the self-guided tab, and you'll be able to navigate to where you want to go. I am extremely proud of these plans. Uh, I have taken all that I've learned over the past two years of these plans being out. I got a ton of athlete feedback on how to make them better. And then I put them into a nice handy dandy app um, with a ton of extra resources like so many short resource videos that will answer questions that you might have um, and also teach you a lot. Like this is highly (laughs) dope. uh, And it, when Lauren says that she's added some additional resources, like it's not like, touch your toes in this one exercise. Here's how (laughs) it's like, honestly, so full value where you're like, Oh my God, I'm getting, this is the additional resource. This is like a whole other plan. 
So yeah. it's very jam-packed, I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, I was like, oh, I should do a module, just like a quick little video about what happens if you, like, feel sore or tweaky. And I was like, well, I'll just have to quickly teach everyone a few important things about pain science and then also cover a couple of studies. So, but, like, not in a fat, like, it'll still, it's a quick video. But, you know, I'm not going to just be like, when you're sore, get an, uh, no. It's, like, very <laughs> robust. You will be a smarter yeah. rock climber for this. We make good shit. Y'all yeah. listen to this. Hopefully Skills you can appreciate that about us. Last you a lifetime. It's like Facts. we want you to succeed for as long as you want to. So it's like And we want you to be smart so that yeah. you can correct people. Um Yeah. Yeah. And then be like Caitlin and Lauren said so. So okay. <laughs> I think we can we can wrap it up there. The last couple things. As always, you can support us on Patreon. Link for that is in our show notes. We mad appreciate it. Um, and what else? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about this. And then if you need to correct anyone about anything, just be like, this was Send on this podcast episode. Send them a link. And then you'll have cite your sources. You'll have a great time. Cool. All right. That's all we got. Well, that's all we got. Until next time, everybody. Keep it. Keep it. Average. Caitlin <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> here. We hope you feel more relaxed about your non-climbing trip training and nutrition. Now, I'll close us out with some exciting announcements and our production credits. Are you ready to take your climbing to new heights? If you've experienced the power of proper nutrition and witnessed its positive impact on your climbing performance, get ready for an even greater transformation with the Seasonal Send Masterclass for Climbers. This masterclass is designed to equip you with advanced fueling techniques, personalized meal planning, and nutrient timing secrets that will revolutionize your climbing experience. Say goodbye to energy slumps and hello to consistent power. You'll gain an in-depth understanding of how tailored nutrition strategies can address your unique needs and goals, propelling you towards peak performance like never before. For just $27, this is your chance to invest in yourself and equip yourself with the knowledge and tools that will drive you towards success on the rock. Check our show notes to register, but hurry, doors close on June 27th. Just a reminder that June 23rd is the final day for the app plan sale. Go to goodsprayclimbing.com to grab your self-guided training plan. Make sure to use the code SUMMERCRUSHIN to get 25% off plan. The Average Climber podcast is hosted by me, Caitlin, and my co-host, Lauren. You can find us on Instagram at The Average Climber Podcast for antics between episodes and updates on when new episodes are coming out. You can also find me on Instagram at Dirtbag Nutritionist and Lauren on her Instagram over at Good Spray Coaching. Editing for this episode was done by Josh Hafley. The music for this episode was created and produced by Devin Dapney. The Average Climber Podcast is a part of the Plugtone Audio Collective. Head on over to PlugtoneAudio.com to learn more about the other shows on the network. Till next time, keep it average. <laughs>